Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And of course, one way to celebrate life is by sharing wonderful stories with our grandchildren, especially those that are entertaining and educational. And that's where our guest today comes in. Alan O. is the author-editor of several well-loved books for middle graders and young adults. She was named the winner of the Asia-Pacific American Award for Literature for her book, Finding Junie Kim. And she's also been honored with the Allen Award, which is presented to those authors who've made outstanding contributions to the field of adolescent literature. And in addition to writing, she's also edited these and other award-winning novels. Ellen is also the president and founder of We Need Diverse Books, and boy, we do. (laughs) But Ellen's joining us today to share all about a unique and fascinating new read entitled You Are Here Connecting Flights. The book is an especially rich look at the Asian American experience because 11 other highly regarded authors of Asian descent have joined Ellen to contribute the book. So it's both unique and diverse and wonderful. I can't wait to find out more. So welcome, Ellen. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first off, I have to congratulate you. This is not your first rodeo to have a successful book, obviously. I know you've got a string of them. You've won a number of awards and all. But still, this one has to be kind of extra special because it's a true coming together with your fellow authors. Oh, absolutely. And, in fact, I I started uh, when I was at Winnie the First Book, when we first started off, we did an anthology there called uh, Flying Lessons and Other Stories. And that anthology, we had a story that was about a girl pirate, but it was set in China. And it was by Grace Lynn, who was an amazing author. And then we got a reader writing to us, telling us how disappointed they were that the only East Asian representation in Flying Lessons was not an American one. And Grace and I were like, oh, my gosh, we, we didn't even realize we had authored our own East Asian American story. And so it became a priority for us to address that, to create a book of interrelated stories that recognize the uniqueness of the East Asian American experience. But that was in 2017. And as you know, so much has happened since then. The pandemic, the very specific anti-Asian hate that came along with it. And the need for this book, it just felt more urgent, you know? Um, And like, you know, I've always believed that children's books, diverse children's books, with authentic representation is really how we can fight racism and prejudice because children's books teach empathy. And so for, for me, and I know for all the other authors, this book is a you know, project of our heart. It is so important because it allows us to have that starting point discussion of who we are and that being Asian American doesn't make us any less American. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I I so agree. And I'm I'm just, well, first off, I'm honored to be able to share this book with my audience. But also, I have to credit you for, you know, doing this, pulling it together. And so tell tell us a little bit about, I know we got a chance to chat a little before we went on air, but how the idea came up uh, and how the whole thing generated and et cetera, et cetera, because it's an interesting tale in and of itself. 
<laughs> yes. So when when I first had this idea, I, the first person I contacted was Linda Sue Clark because she's my mentor. She's an icon. Um, I you know I am a huge fan of hers. And of course, I, she was the first person I asked to join the project. And I had no idea that she was working on making Alida an imprint happen at uh, HarperCollins. And that was just like when she finally told me and that You Are Here was going to be the inaugural book for her imprint, it was just oh. like just serendipity. Like I was just so grateful and shocked and honored and happy. Uh, and it, it was thrilling because, you know, every one of the authors in this project, like I said, it's a project from the heart, uh, but it was also such a joyous experience. We just had so much fun working together. You know, it was during the pandemic, so we were having Zoom meetings, and we were having long email chains that were like as long as novels, and uh, I had an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, where I would literally track every character and what they were wearing and who they were talking to, what was happening. And, and that's why I wrote the last story, because I ended up kind of being the jigsaw puzzle master that made sure that everything kind of came together. Uh, and, you know, all those stories that touched at the end. Well, and, and two, that was the part I was going to ask you. It had to have been a little bit of a logistical, well, challenge. I was going to say nightmare, but challenge <laughs> to pull all these threads together. So so you kept very close track of that. But before we get too far away, tell us a little bit about the book itself. What is the overall theme of You Are Here Connecting Flights? It's definitely um, 12 different stories from East and Southeast Asian uh, Americans, also kids with different backgrounds. It, it is a book that really showcases the diversity of being Asian American, too, even within the East Asian American and Southeast Asian American experience. We've got a character who's autistic. We've got a character who's adopted. We have, like, all of these different uh, storylines that converge and melt together at a very busy, very delayed Chicago airport, um, and the delays in part because the very first story, Paul, um, Paul's character, who is written by Christina Sinterbart, he finds out um, while they're getting ready to go through TSA that his grandmother has a very unusual and alarming uh, item in her carry-on, and that triggers a TSA a lockdown that then impacts every other story in the book. I, I mean, that is, it's compelling, it's interesting, and I love the fact that, again, that you show the diversity with, even within the East Asian experience and, and how all these stories kind of meld together. But uh, So uh, was it your idea to come up with a busy airport as kind of the, the, the venue that, that held all these various stories? Because I think that's great. It's such a brilliant idea, and I can't take credit for it because it's actually Min Lei's idea. Um, he's also just like a brilliant uh, picture book and graphic novel uh, author uh, who like just has an amazing story in um, You Are Here. And he was like, well, why not an airport? And it was just like, wow, brilliant. That was it. We didn't have any other arguments or questions. Uh, that sealed the deal. <laughs> 
Wow. Well, not only is the book fascinating, but as you'd mentioned before, it's launching the imprint from HarperCollins Children Books, Alita. So tell us a little bit about Alita itself, and, and I'm sure you're, you're feeling honored to be the first book out there under that imprint. I am. I'm so honored. Uh, it's actually a Korean word, Alida, and it means to inform, to announce, and to make known. And I uh. think that I, I would I would like to use Linda Sue Park's own words to express what the mission is, because uh, she says she wanted Alida to be creator-centered, and that stories and voices that come from outside the dominant culture are essential for giving young readers a richer understanding of our shared and complex world. And I honestly couldn't have said that better. It's uh, why I think Alida is so needed and will be just a really valuable uh, major uh, player in the industry. Oh, my gosh. Well, Ellen, I've been looking forward to this interview. I think you are really a voice of the future. I wish you all the best. And, of course, this book is fabulous. But do you have any final – I could talk to you, but I know you you have other interviews to get to, too. So do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with us, you know, about your job, this book, or whatever, or your your mission in life? (laughs) I think that uh, the last thing, and thank you so much for having me and having this wonderful conversation with me. And I would love to just leave uh, my one message, and it's to, to, to let people know that diversity is not a bad word. It, it is sound to me that people find problems with the idea of diversity when it is not only natural, but a beautiful and necessary thing. And diversity opens in books, opens up the world to our children and teaches them that differences are not to be feared or hated. And You Are Here is that. It it is a book that celebrates the diversity of stories being told. And I really hope that your listeners will understand that um, it is important and to have recognition of the vast diversity and importance of all stories, all voices, can only be good for everyone. And thank you. Well, oh, now my eyes are misting up. That's such a beautiful thought. <laughs> Ellen, thank you so much. First off, for this wonderful book and sharing with us, uh, it's called You Are Here Again, Connecting Flights, and also for sharing your creativity, your vision, and your wonderful look at diversity. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> well, so for you readers out or you listeners out there, make sure you do you check out You Are Here Connecting Flights. Give a copy of one of those books to your grandchildren and save a copy for yourself too because it's a delightful read with compelling stories that is going to open your eyes to the experiences of Asian Americans in our lifetime and in the diversity that we too want to celebrate. It'll give your grandchildren and you too many hours of reading pleasure and lots of food for thought. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.